with Liliana. <clears throat> and today we are reviewing um, Belly. Belly came out yes. in 1998 and it was directed and written by um, the famed video director, Hype Williams. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the story was by Nas, Hype Williams, and a third person. I forgot his name, but he did write and direct it. Um, it stars Nas it's, and DMX. They are um, <laughs> Buns and Sincere. <laughs> yeah, I think Buns is supposed to be short for Bundles, maybe? Bundy. Like, he has two aliases, Bundy and Buns, but his name is yeah. Tommy. Right. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> a little confusing, but yeah, all three of him. Um, it also stars uh, T. Boz, um, Tamara Hicks. It has Method Man in it as well, um, <clears throat> and it has um, Tyron Turner in it. So um, basically, what the story is is that we're talking about um, two gangsters that are um, in New York. The two gangsters in New York, um, they pretty much rob people. They are um, drug dealers as well. They have an operation going. Um, while they're pretty much, you know, moving the operation, they end up having a plug um, for a dope house to try to run dope out of Omaha, Nebraska. And um, DMX's character, Tommy... He, um, while he was taking a shower, list is listening to a uh, a news broadcast where they're telling him about a uh, new drug that's about to hit the scene. Yes, it's Kurt Loader on MTV News. Right, Kurt Loader. You know, so um, with him listening to this or whatever, he uh starts putting things in order to get his hands on this new drug. And so with the connect that he has in New York, he goes to him. It's a um, Jamaican Don Dada. (laughs) And the drug's supposed to be so powerful, all you have to do is touch it and you'll get high. Right, right. This drug is like amazing. Um, The Jamaican drug lord that's his connection in New York, his name is Lenny. And so he goes to Lennox and he convinces him that oh, Lennox and Ox are the same person. Yes. Yes. Lennox and Ox are the same person. You know, that's yeah, we'll get to that. So <laughs> so um he goes to Lennox, he um convinces him that this is a good business opportunity. Um that he got the he got the um whole operation set up out of New York in in Omaha. And he go he Lennox go goes ahead and puts him on. So they got the operation moving, everything's lovely, everybody's making a lot of money. And then the local drug dealers who um is ran by Tyron Turner, which everybody knows Tyron Turner um as Kane from Minister Society. Excuse me. He is not appreciative that his customers are going to the out-of-towners. He doesn't, he don't fuck with out-of-towners. <laughs> so, he drops a dime on Omaha tight. <laughs> yeah, they played Omaha badly. But, <laughs> yeah, so he drops a dime on them, um, gets their operation completely shut down by the feds, and now it's like stupid hot. Um, he has to going ahead and re-strategize how he's going to uh, try to come out of this and try to get Lennox his money back, you know. Um, so he's, uh, he as in Tommy, sets up operation in Atlanta. While Sincere, who's played by Nas again, is back in New York, you know, laying low because it's extremely hot. One of their guys who was in Omaha, made the dumbest mistake ever and called Tommy's house from the spot. 
of course the feds are listening in so that got their situation in new york like their actual house raided and everything um his girlfriend got arrested all types of stuff so he gotta he gotta flee tommy has to flee new york he has to go to atlanta he starts you know, trying to set up a little... He takes the whole drug show on the road. Yeah. Yeah, he does. So, he sets up shop in Atlanta. He got these two little flunkies under him in Atlanta. Um, The two little flunkies are legit flunkies who don't realize that they're flunkies. And I'm having, like, this huge argument um, out at a restaurant, and one kills the other. Tommy is so out of it. Um, with the with drinking and being high and just exhausted that he just sits there when the police come in and everything. So he gets arrested. While he gets arrested, um, again, sincere is still in New York, laying low or whatnot. Um, while he's down there, he just pretty much tells sincere, "Hey, you know, going ahead and the car that I got you holding for me." Go on ahead and take that to Lennox. You know, tell him that's his. I'm going to try to give him his money, the rest of his money later on. As Sincere goes to um, drop off the car, he sees that Lennox uh, was murdered. And yep. the whole situation with Lennox being murdered was that when Tommy and Lennox made this agreement for him to get him to work for Omaha, he told Tommy, you owe me. So he made good on that by taking him to Jamaica and having him kill somebody in Jamaica that he really wanted dead. So this person was like the big man in, on campus type dude. And he had people that was going to um, avenge his death. So they found out that it was Lennox that put the hit out on old boy. So they came to America and killed him in his own house. Now, there, it was like um, reminiscent of the scene in Scarface, where they killed Scarface at the end. Um, how Scarface... Oh, you have to... I'm so sorry. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. It's been out for a while. So yeah, a like... little bit. But we're gonna... We're gonna um, But, yeah, he does die. So, um, the scene is very reminiscent of that scene. And uh, after he killed everybody that came to kill him, the one person that killed Lennox was a lady. She slit his throat ear to ear. He did, yeah. So, when Sincere goes to drop off this car, he sees all these police and everybody around. So that's when he finds out that Lennox is dead. Mm-hmm. And so... He abandons his girlfriend, Keisha. <laughs> yeah. He abandons her. Um, she's ducked off somewhere in... Like, I don't know if she's... I don't know if he put her up hiding out or if she just was really uh, abandoned by him just altogether. You know, I I think so, like, because Tion was the one to pick her up, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, he couldn't have picked her up because he was hot. But, yeah, but, like, it's not, the way it's kind of shown, it looks like Tion's the one to do it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not like he sent the money to bail her out or whatever. I think um, the way I always took it was that both Sincere and Tommy could not go and get her. They yeah. needed... They needed T-Boss to go get her, so, or T.I. to go get her, so, um, yeah, but I always assumed that Tommy was the one, um, funding her bailout and funding for her to be camped out somewhere. Because we don't ever see that she has a job, so. Yeah, so the guy that they left in, uh, in jail in Omaha, his name is Knowledge. He contacts a guy to go on ahead and pretty much take care of some people for him. That person is played by Method Man. Um, now the name that he, is Shamik. 
So Shamik sets up a um a whole little operation um to kill Tyron Turner's character, which his name is Big. So um I thought it was Rico. Big. I didn't remember Rico. Rico's the one with the flip. Yeah, that's Tyron Turner. But they got him down as big. Oh, they called him Rico in the movie. I think they were referring to a Rico. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see the see on uh, Wikipedia here they have this big head Rico. So apparently. Yeah. It's a full name. It's a full name. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But I and I think they're playing on Rico with his name being Rico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they they do something that is annoying. To say the least, with these names of these characters. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so he gets Method Man's character to go to Omaha. Um, um, he gets in contact with Big and sets up a meeting with him at a strip club. As you the, do, huh? As you do, right, right, because that is the place that business deals happen. So at the strip club, you know, they're having a conversation. He's getting wasted, as as you think, as we all think, because he's knocking them down, you know, even. Well, Enrico also puts a little something in his drink. Yeah, he do. And that's the part that kills me about that, you know, because even if he was playing him by, like, drinking water out of those shot glasses, you can't play him because he just put something in his drink. And he was still off. Like, he, well, he, it was like it was kind of affecting him, but not really. Yeah, because he still managed to shoot pretty well. Right. So maybe it was a delayed release. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a few things that it's just like, huh, in this movie. But, um, yeah, you definitely have to spend logic. <laughs> but, um, but, I mean, it it gives you cool scenes, I should say, because that was a cool scene. Um, so yeah, so he shoots Big Rico. Was Big Head Rico? He shoots big him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he shoots him. Shoots a few of his homeboys. Um, manages to get out the club. Um, he gets shot, but he has on a vest. And um, but of course, when you get hit. It still affects you. So he's like rolling on the ground, stumbling. The police are coming now. He's shooting at the police. Then he gets into a car that's waiting for him and they drive off. And a police chase um, ensues, but we don't see it past them driving off. So we just assume that they shook the uh, cop car. So then, um, yeah, so fast forward. Tommy's in Atlanta. Um, one of his flunkies get killed by the other flunky. He gets arrested. Um, then they find out Lennox is dead. Then he gets out. Tommy gets out. And he's um, approached by, I'm assuming, either the CIA or the feds. Somebody, right. Somebody. Somebody in law enforcement. Right. That's shaped. Somebody with a shady operation in law enforcement. So he's approached by him to kill, um, I'm assuming, who is supposed to be the, the leader of the nation of Islam. So he's like. But they call him the minister? Right. So he's like a um, Louis Farrakhan type character. Yeah, but that's not what you call a leader and a minister. It's not what? <laughs> they call. What they call. Um, Farrakhan minister. Yeah, yeah, maybe, but yeah, I was. But well, that you was know, like the and that part was so confusing Islam. to me because I thought he was supposed to be like some kind of kingpin or something, not an actual minister. I was like, oh no, he's just a minister, <laughs> like yeah, an actual no, minister. Like, yeah, he's right. Really but they just call him the minister. They don't like give him a name. Right, right. But you know, the nation and. Just regular Islam is like not even related. Yeah. So, and on the same day, but 
which is 12 p.m. and 12 a.m. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, they call Farrakhan minister. I, I, That's true. It's, That's true. Yeah, it's not my it's not my religion. Yeah, so. I, I'm just reading it here, like in Wikipedia, that he's supposed to be a black Muslim, and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's not really made clear in the movie. I mean, they don't they don't straight up say it, but you you have to put two and two and two together. I mean, because he doesn't even say Allah, like no, they don't. So I, yeah, they don't. Um, you just for them to want to kill a minister, and with the way that they dress and their ideology and all that, you got you got to put all that together to be like, okay, this is supposed yeah, to be like a Farrakhan type character. Not well communicated. You don't think so? No, because first they call him the minister, right? And so far we've been dealing with people who are in the life of drug dealing and everything. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm thinking he's in that too. Until they're like, and then he has to study their religion. I was like, study their religion. Oh, so you mean he's like just a minister? Like he's not actually dealing? <laughs> okay. Yeah, like this is bigger than that. Cause like if yeah, if we're talking about the government wanting to kill him, they but the thing is, they never make it clear who it is who's approaching him to do this, right? Like what part of the organization this guy is with or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, he said at that point where him. they're meeting each other and he's making this deal with him to like kill the minister. Yeah, there's no indication that this is like higher level other than the whole drug game, right? Well, um, he's talking and, about his he's talking about his um his his um prison time, and he's telling him how his prison time can be either reduced or go away and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. who's gonna who's gonna be able to do that? That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. They don't tell you or show you. That's even it's that. Not, it's not scene, flat out. You're right. So far back, mm-hmm. you can't see the actors' faces. Like it looks like they took a camcorder, put it at the end of the basketball court, and went to the other end of the basketball court to film the scene. You know. But do we really need to see their faces in a movie? Yes, you need to see actors' faces. <laughs> I mean, like you can insert anybody's face. The the, the point is still going to be the point. Yeah, I, that's just my thing with the scene, but it's like you don't yeah. like. It's not. It's not nothing that you're nor that you're you that you're used to seeing. I give you that. Right. I give you that. And then, um, you know, you don't really like they don't really talk about who the minister is or what the minister does until like you really get close to the scene where he's supposed to kill him. But. If we if we look back on real life, like who, what what minister would the government absolutely hate that they would want to kill? Martin Luther King. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying. But I'm talking about like, like in, in present day. I'm talking about in present day. Though. Let me honestly take your pick. I don't like. Just, I mean, the but, minister. The, the minister. The minister. Well, I mean, I'm it just was, saying it's not made clear in the movie, like that he's I, an actual minister, uh-huh. that he's actually a Muslim. Um, you know, we don't even really get to hear him speak until right before he's supposed to kill him, and then he has that monologue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like, oh, this is a religious black leadership kind of thing. This is you. I would not have gotten that from the scene in the basketball court where they're trying to get him to kill the guy. I mean, I got it back then. Okay. Well, I did not get it today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Because I was like, who is yeah. the minister? Like, what does he do? Why do they want him dead? I mean, you know, like, yeah. I, I mean, we I don't, give you that. We don't see a picture of him. Yeah. We don't hear his words. Or, like, we don't know the, what kind of influence he's having on the community mm-hmm. until we actually get to that last scene. Yeah. Yeah. I, I give you that. Like, it's not, it's not like. No um, exposition in regards to this character. It kind of it came out the blue, you know, and it was just like okay. Yeah, it was a shift from dealing with this drug world to like this more political or religious kind of thing. Yeah, but and there was no indication we were going to make that shift. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it really did come out the blue. Um. 
but that is part of Tommy. Like, Tommy is a killer, you know? So right. to come to him about killing somebody, that made sense on that aspect. But yeah. because mm-hmm. we because the movie focused more on the drug dealing, it 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 kinda comes out the blue when you forget that he's also a killer, like a legit killer. You know. No, I didn't forget that part, but it was just like, you know, a subject change and yeah. I didn't know we were changing subjects. Right. Right. It, it's totally out the blue. I get, I will 100% give you that. Because yeah. it was just like, where did this come from? You know? But, but I mean, he's a killer and they needed, they needed somebody that would be able to infiltrate the organization, get close to him enough to kill him. Because at the end of the day, they did not want him to make this big speech on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. So that's what he. And did. that's the other thing. Like we never see him. We never see Tommy like infiltrating the organization. We just well, see him like studying and wearing a suit. Yeah, we see like... him studying. We see him wearing a suit. He's reading a book, and then he tries to kill the guy. And it's like, wait a minute, but how did he get into the organization? Like, what? yeah, right. I mean, they kind of they kind of rushed his progress. Yeah. Um, it's kind of it's kind of unrealistic that all this shit happened in a year to me. Yeah, but um, yeah, all this in a year's time. So, cause I mean, it it will take, I would assume, take probably some years to try to get into that organization, especially as close as he got. Mm-hmm. You know, right to get so close. Yeah, right, right. So, um, I mean, cause as far as we know, the minister and Tommy are strangers. Yeah, for the most part, cause he. I mean, he did go to a couple of meetings, sure, but you're right. Like they're they're practically strangers. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I I I can agree with you on that. But the whole not knowing, I mean, I knew. But <laughs> you're right because they they don't flat out say it. There's no exposition in regards to this plot chain. So, it's just kind of, it's 100% implied. You know, they they give you the clues, and they just, they just don't flat out tell you. You know? I mean, they could, they could even just show me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we could have had some symbols, we could have had people saying a lot, at least, like, mm-hmm. could have had a Quran on the table, you know, like, but, at least ate a bean pie. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I give you that. I give you that. So, um, but he is really deep into character. Um, once he starts to infiltrate the um the nation, that even when he spoke with sincere, he was in character. You know. So, um, and then sincere, um, his girlfriend who is played by T. Boss, she gets. She gets a visit from Shamik, who again is played by Method Man, and Knowledge sent him over to his house because again, Knowledge is pissed off because nobody got him out of jail, and they pretty much left him for dead. But he, but I mean, he fucked up. Like you sent the feds to you practically sent the feds to my house. You fucked up. So. Um, so yeah, he, uh, he, um, so yeah, so she shook, yeah, so she shook, she's getting these weird, yeah, she pulls the gun out on them and everything, and she doesn't even tremble, yeah, yeah, but once she's gone and she realized what's going on, she's getting shook, and, um, you know, Sincere has been on this whole, I want to go to Africa, I want to do better for my life, because right. he actually has a family, he has his girlfriend, he has a baby. So he's been on this whole, I want to go to Africa, I want to yeah. leave and go to Africa. Don't you think there's more to life? Maybe we should try doing something different. Right. And now and Tommy was, he wants to was go to Africa. Down, uh, T-Bot right. or Tommy's like reading down. books? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, T.I. was shutting it down. But after this situation, Tion was 100% on board. 
she was like, let's go. So, um, to Africa, somewhere with Africa. Right. What country? Africa. Yeah, just Africa. Wherever we land is where we land. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was live tweeting and I just kept saying, where in Africa? Give me a country. At least a country, at least. Africa is pretty freaking big. So, yeah, so she's on board. So now they're gearing up to go or whatever. Um, however, there was a situation where um, Sincere was getting his hair cut. And um, this, when he was leaving, this guy that was mad about a situation that happened at the beginning of the movie where he got completely embarrassed, he came back for revenge, shot Sincere in the leg, but they ended up killing the guy. So that was pretty much the end of us seeing. That's the last time you see them, but you get a voiceover saying they went to Africa. Yeah, they made it to Africa. And everything was good. Yeah. So, um. So, Africa. Yeah, they made it to Africa. So, with Tommy, he does um, infiltrate the nation um, on New Year's Eve. He is there to pull off the um, assignment. So, he goes. And um, he sneaks into where the minister is. The minister knew he was coming all along. The minister has this long um, monologue. Yeah. That, you know, back when I first saw the movie uh, in the 90s, I thought mm-hmm. it was just so poignant and was so deep. Watching it this morning, I was just like, you know... This wouldn't have deterred me from my mission, mm-hmm. but I'm glad it deterred him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he gives this monologue. Um, it deters Tommy from pulling off. Um, it's supposed mission. to be like this very moving monologue about how we can improve the lives of the youth because they're our future. We can't have them out here on drugs and everything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, but the way he delivers it is just very stiff. It's extremely stiff. And like I did not feel a thing when he was going through this monologue. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. Like back then, I was like, "This is deep." Today, I was like, "It didn't do it for me at all." You know. So, um, but nonetheless, it did it for Tommy. Um, and Tommy did not pull off the mission. He was literally saved at that moment. Um, and then that's pretty much the movie. Yeah, I did like how with the scene where they're where he's delivering the monologue, mm-hmm. um, it's also intercut with the scene of countdown to New Year's. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, I like that a lot actually. Yes. But yeah, that speech just didn't do it for me. It's but like the politics in the movie, like they're very weak. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel I understand like what be... you're trying to say, but it's like yeah. very. I was a radical in high school, um, mm-hmm. but then I didn't read anything else. Right, right, right. And I feel like if he would have got a professional um, speechwriter, mm-hmm. it probably would have probably would have been a way better speech. Yeah, you know, for sure. Because like the idea behind it was awesome, the execution was terrible. Um, yes. So, but what what were your initial thoughts on Belly? I was just like, okay. <laughs> um, I thought T Boss did a really great, really good job. Actually, I thought she was probably the best actor, one of the best actors in the movie. Are you besides serious? the guy who played, besides the guy who played Linux, because I believe every word he said. Okay. When he was like, "I'll kill you for nothing," I was like, "Yeah, I believe you." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so a um, couple fun facts. Method Man was good too. Method Man was great. Um, but a couple of fun, couple of fun facts about the movie. Um, the guy Lennox, um, he is a big, or he was a big Jamaican uh, entertainer, big Jamaican mm-hmm. rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, I wondered because there was a part where he was like starting to rhyme a little bit. And I was like, okay. um, yeah, he was. Oh, what? 
I did not notice that. Yeah. Um, I just noticed it like in the past year. I didn't notice it on the pen. I didn't even notice it when I got the pen. But I just noticed it like a year ago, a year or so ago, because I was watching old videos of him. And I had saw it and I was like, yo, let me go look up some other stuff because I cannot believe what I'm seeing. But yeah, he has six fingers. So um, he has passed away. Um, a couple years ago, uh, DJ Khaled did this video where he was featured in it. And then not too long after the video, he passed away. He was in a car wreck in Canada. So, yeah. So, he's no longer with us. R.I.P. to him. Um, Another fun fact is that this is DMX's first time acting. And he Mm -hmm. killed it. So, this catapulted him to the other um, acting gigs that he got. And, um, of of course, we all know that he's no longer with us. R.I.P. to DMX as well. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know about this being, I believe this was Nas's first time acting, definitely mm-hmm. can tell. Um, I don't know about this being Method Man's first time acting or not, I can't remember, but yeah, um, I honestly feel completely opposite mm-hmm. about t Bobs. I think she did a very very stale job it just sounded like she was reading to me i felt like that back then i felt like that this morning like mm-hmm. nothing changed as far as that like she was the she was reading to me so i, I feel like it probably wasn't a stretch for her but i felt like she sounded more natural than a lot of the other uh, actors um never did it for me um (laughs) (laughs) i did appreciate the scenes they had between her and and keisha though yes and keisha she was in a bronx tale she was um oh you haven't seen a bronx tale okay (laughs) gotta put that on the list too that is loosely based on um robert de niro's childhood Oh, okay. Yeah, and a Bronx Tale is about because you know he loves the black women. So a Bronx Tale <laughs> is about um him and like a it's young yeah, and, but they was like in like high school, and you know back then even though it was New York, it was still kind of segregated. So yeah. Um, so, but yeah. you were telling me earlier about the opening scene. Yes. And the opening scene is really great. Like it's hype Williams in full effect. Yeah. The blue light, the black, the black light contacts that look really cool. Mm-hmm. Music, everything. Yes. Um, yes. I feel like <clears throat> now. Don't get me wrong. I love Belly, but if we're just gonna be one hundred percent honest, that opening scene has you up here. And then it just goes down. Yeah. Because after that opening scene, you are super hyped. You're like, this is going to be a badass movie. But um, what I was saying to Maria before we started filming was that a fun fact about the movie was that they almost blew the budget on this opening scene. So they cut a lot of corners to complete this movie. Um, because and you can definitely tell by the way that that beginning scene is, and then the way that the rest of the scene or the rest of the movie had was filmed. Even though it still has that artsy type vibe to it, and it still you can tell it's definitely a hype Williams production. It that opening scene the is just kind of inconsistent throughout the movie because yeah. you'll have those like slick scenes. With the um, with the lighting uh, that are interspersed with other scenes that have opposite color lighting, you know, which is really, really cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have some scenes that just look really gritty. Yes. For some reason, and yes. will be super dark. Like it's, you can't even see people's faces. Right. Right. And I feel like. And, to, and like it, it, when you get closer to the end, as you were saying, like again, there's their whole scene on the basketball court where it just looks like there's. 
same reason. But that and, that's been done before in other movies. Um, one person in particular, which I guess he's canceled, semi canceled. I don't know. Woody Allen. I can't keep up. But <laughs> I've never seen a Woody Allen movie because Woody yeah. Allen doesn't see black people. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, with my major but, in, in school, I had to watch yeah. Woody Allen films. Um, one of them was Manhattan, and there's a shot where you they're so far away you don't see them and it's it of course it's Woody Allen and um the other guy that he's talking to they're walking and you but you don't see them all you do is hear them because they're so far away and then they eventually you are, you eventually see them in frame and mm-hmm. but the frame never changed it was the camera was still and it was just down a sidewalk. But they're mm-hmm. so far down the sidewalk, you can't see them. So they eventually come into um, focus, and then they come up on the camera. Mm-hmm. But it's like a long scene. And so, I mean, it's been it's been done before. I feel like something mm-hmm. like that, he probably was, you know, taking notes to try to figure some stuff out. If you know, to try to play off the whole fact that he don't have enough money to probably do what he wanted to do initially. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just looking at that first scene and then that scene, mm-hmm. and then even the footage that they used for the um, countdown, mm-hmm. like it's clearly like not footage that they shot. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at that too. Um, another thing that didn't age well um, is the car scene. Like, you can clearly oh, yeah. tell they was in front of a green screen. Yeah, very much so. And um, this movie was, like, pre-HD. So watching it on an HD TV is not translating well. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, if they redo this movie to make it acceptable for HD TVs, it would probably look amazing. Because yeah. he has some great shots. Like, when... After they um did the opening scene when they um went to Tommy's house, Tommy's house is badass. And watching it back then, yeah, it's very style stylistic with the black and white. Yes, and, and the shots that he chose. You know what I'm saying? Those mm-hmm. shots are great. And I remember watching it back then, being like, "This is awesome." But watching it on a HD on a HD TV now, it's like. This ain't hitting me like it hit back then, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, I just feel like if they re, but I mean, doubt that that would ever happen if they redo Belly. <laughs> but if they were to redo it, I think it would. I think it would pop again. So. Yeah, yeah, they would have to definitely fix quite a few things, especially when it comes to like the lighting in some of the scenes where it's just so dark. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like, you know, a little bit of action happening. It's like, I can't really tell who's who, what's yeah. happening. Like, even the scene where they break into um, uh, uh, Nas's home and Tion is there, right? Mm-hmm. Finds them. I didn't know that was Shamit because I could barely see his face. It was so dark. Yeah. Um. That might be, that might be translated because, like, back when I watched it before, I knew it was him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely possible. Yeah, uh, issues with the translation and uh, you know different technologies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, like some some of the stuff didn't age well, but some of the stuff was um, done on purpose. Whether it was a um, a budget issue or he wanted it to be done like that or not, it was done on purpose. Because like him not having close up sometimes to where you want to see the person's face. Because he did that a couple of times with that federal agent. You know, because mm-hmm. you don't really see that guy's face in the car. In the car, mm-hmm. and the dude was like, you my nigga. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. Then there's that. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, you know, that's okay. I would still want to see DMX's face and how he's reacting to you know, what this guy is saying, what he's being asked to do, like, if there's some kind of conflict on his face, like, some, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, again, haven't seen any any of the other guy's films, because he's also a rapist, but um, 
I just was not expecting that kind of faraway shot. But you, you go from that, that first scene to that kind of shot. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 But yeah. apparently the budget was only like $3 million. Mm-hmm. Which seems low even for 1997, really, you know. It was. It was. Because um, I'm sure he's done music videos that were more back in. Yes. Yeah. But this was his first time directing a full film that he wrote and directed, so I can definitely see why people would not give him a lot of money. Um, yeah. I mean, but if you don't invest well, what do you... It's, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, What were some of your tweets? <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, so I tweeted, I did a live tweet with the movie. We both live tweet when we watch the movie that, you know, we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I did for this one. Um, I really did love the opening scene. Like, some of the needle drops were really great, right? The whole kind of, um, however do you want me, yeah. right? With just the vocals. Oh, that yeah. was great. Yeah. Um, it did, like, drop me real back into 1998, like, super easily. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that a lot. Um, lots of toxic masculinity in the film, of course. I mean, you we're know. talking about rappers but, in the late 90s. So. Right, but they have character arcs, which is great. Mm-hmm. So, because like we were saying, when Nas's character, his whole thing is like, well, is there more to this? I want to do something else, you know, whatever. And DMX's character is like, no, this is it. You just you just are born, you get money, and you die. And that's it. Right. Because uh, they both Right, they both eventually, you know, change, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I did love when we did to see Ox, like, the aesthetic of his place was, like, a bunch of, like, Rococo furniture with, like, tropical plants or whatever. I, was, oh, I love yeah. that. He brought, he brought um, Jamaica to mm-hmm. New York. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I didn't know Black was going to be a problem because apparently Black is just some dude they crack jokes on all the time. They just bully him all the time and they don't pay him. Yeah. <laughs> then they embarrassed him and shot at him and whatever else. Like, why are you setting yourself up for failure right now? Yeah, you exactly. know this is going to come back. Exactly. Why so, do you? But my thing is, why do you feel like you should get a bigger cut than Sin City? I think he wasn't. I, I, was that the case? Because I, I thought he wasn't getting as big a cut as Sincere. Either one. I still don't understand why you think that you deserve more. Unless you did everything, but you didn't really do everything. Like sincere and Tommy was like the heads of this operation for the most part. I, they just bring him along to make fun of him, and I just like why yeah. bring him along then? If he's not helping, it seems like it's gonna hurt your operation. Right. Like I forgot what he did. I think he was the getaway. Did he drive the getaway? No, that was Mark. Okay. So what did he? Because DMX was, he was like, "Give me the, the car, Mark." And Mark was like, okay. And then the MS guy was like, get rid of the car. Mark was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> like, Calm down. Dead. <laughs> I <Right>. agree. <laughs> but, yep. So, uh, I think they just wanted DMX to yell. <laughs> yeah, probably. And there was the scene where he was in the shower that you were talking about earlier. Uh-huh. And the captions, because I always watch the captions on it, say, because you might miss something, you know, whatever. Uh, the sound might not pick it up. Um, I've been doing it for years, so I'm, yeah. it's fine for me. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it showed it said that he was humming, and he was not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't think DMX could have hummed to save his life. Yeah. And that was not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Um, I really liked a lot of the style <laughs> in the movie, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I mean, like um, characters. Uh, war- the wardrobe choices that were made and stuff like that, particularly when you get to Omaha, right? Because you have Rico, he's got that, he's got the relaxer with the flip at the end, you know, he's got highlights in his hair and everything. Um, and then he's like dressed in all yellow and eating a banana at the same time, right? right? These big old Coke bottle glasses, right? And those big old lips and all the banana residue left on the lips. Oh, that, the I actually had, one. I couldn't watch that. <laughs> I was like, down. And it's so Too funny. Much. <laughs> it is so funny. Like, me and my friends, because, like, this is like a cult classic, and me and my friends still to this yeah. day, we quote stuff out of this movie. <laughs> like, 
drop a dime, riding solo, well, riding dolo from state to state. We do that. Yes. Like, it's so many gems in this movie. Like, is yes. you bad but, about it, nigga? What's up? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so. But even like the other dudes in Rico's gang, like, there was one dude who had a relaxer and it was all crimped, like, had the crimp mm-hmm. style in it and whatever. And then this other guy had like these long, thick braids under his cap or whatever. I was like, okay, they found it all Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they played the song. Yeah. Ooh, if I was then from they Omaha, went to, I'd be pissed. <laughs> like, be so mad. Oh, yeah, I had to look at the demographics of Omaha. I was like, oh. Yeah. Omaha um, has some <laughs> black people up here. I haven't been yeah. to Omaha since I was 11. But, mm-hmm. um, I know I know people in Omaha, they come down to Kansas City frequently. Mm-hmm. So like they do have a black demographics up there. Like there's <laughs> there's normal black people up there. <laughs> normal black people in Omaha. Right. They don't you know, they don't look like this. <laughs> yeah, like, but even when uh they go to Jamaica, you know, um Ox and uh Tommy go to Jamaica for their vacation mm-hmm. and um we get to see Sean Paul. Yeah, uh, you know, I saw that like too. way I'm before talking. his album dropped. Right, that was um, years before. Yeah, because like yeah. Give Me the Light came out in what two thousand two two thousand. I think so. Right? I think it was like two. Yeah. Yeah, and I never noticed it until I watched it this morning. I was like, "Oh, that is Sean Paul." Sean Paul. Yeah. yeah, that was dope. And then um, the guy that they were there to kill, who unfortunately <laughs> never gets a line. Um, he looked, his look was super cool too. He had like, you know, the blonde hair with this mohawk that was made of feathers yeah. and like this red leather, like, I don't know, whatever he was wearing, but it looked so cool. Yeah. Like, I just loved it. And it was like, why did you introduce him to say nothing and get shot? Like, I just, mm-hmm. <laughs> at least let him say something, you know? What you want him to say? I don't know, but you fixed him up to look so cool for him to just die. What? I mean. Silence. I mean, he. I mean, that was the point. Get up. I mean, I. I mean, that's fine. But who? Like, give me something. Like, you. You told me he's this big dude on campus or whatever. Give me something. You know, show me. That's what I'm asking for. Especially going to you want the movie to be like two and a half hours long, basically. (laughs) It doesn't need to be two and a half hours long. Just give him some lines. Just you know, it don't take that much. I mean, which I mean, how is that gonna change anything if he says something? I mean, why dress him up to look so cool? I just want to. I, just want to I mean, his presence alone gave you big man on campus. But then he was gone like that, and I was just like, okay. Because we don't care. <laughs> like we came to do a job, and we got, and then we got to get up out of here. I don't even know where they got that wig for DMX though. Because Lord, I couldn't even recognize him. <laughs> that was so terrible. Oh, it was bad. Um, and then um, I liked the use of like the sound of cicadas they would use throughout the movie to like kind of show something dangerous was going to happen or is being planned or something like that. Uh, but it was used a little too often to the point where I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. Okay. Right. Like I hear cicadas all the time. So it's. <laughs> I get it. Um, so I like that a lot. I also like the scenes, of course, with Tiana Keisha and, and Keisha's like, you know, she's not sure about her relationship with Tommy. She's like, he leaves yeah. me alone all the time. And like, we don't really get along that well. Like, because he's like messing with this 16 year old that he's oh, yeah. I was going I was going to bring that up. Um, because back then, it wasn't really something that people thought any way about to be honest mm-hmm. it was just something there it didn't move the story along or anything like that it was just something that was there yeah but they, uh, in 2022 there's no way on god's green earth they could have something like that in a movie uh yeah i was like that so you're a predator in all of the ways yeah I do appreciate that when later in the movie, when he's listening to the monologue from the minister, 
and the minister is talking about all these negative things that the generation is doing, blah, blah, blah. They show that as included. Like, yeah. this is not, like, something cool that he was doing. This was yeah. a bad thing. Right. Um, but I just, but we didn't really get any kind of resolution on that specific thing, particularly because, like, Keisha finds out that he's talking to this girl, mm-hmm. and she confronts him, and he's just like, let's have sex instead. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna screw your suspicions away. Like, yeah, like <laughs> he's like, I don't know no Keisha. Oh. He's like, okay, sure. Yeah, clearly you do. Because yeah. she saw it on your little flip up like mm. cell phone. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Cell phone. So um Oh, also the book that um uh, character is reading mm-hmm. like throughout is just titled Self Improvement. <laughs> self-improvement I was like okay I don't care I get there I just want to improve not not like self-improvement for this or in this way just self-improvement general it's just general recovering all of the bases right I just want to do it I don't care (laughs) um what was I gonna say then there was also that scene with the 12 year old in the projects yeah Um, um he, you know, they're like, you he's know. 12 years old, going on 20, and he's in the game or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and they call him a loser. And I was like, he's 12. <laughs> yeah. But, and mean, Sims, like, trying to give him this. Sorry. No, I'm just saying, but yeah, it's already a rap. Yeah, I, I mean, I can understand how the kid is nihilistic and everything, but, like, why are you going to call him a loser? Like, that's not helpful. <laughs> um, but Sin is, like, give, trying to give him this, like, pep talk. You know, trying to get him out of you know what he's doing now, so he can possibly see a future out of the hood. Um, but like the talk he gives them is very like kind of Surface. generic platitudes, mm-hmm. you know. And then, uh, mind elevation. Forget the petty stuff. And right. Like, but and what does that mean for this kid? Like, right. are you gonna take this kid out of here and like show him some things? Are we going to a museum? Like, but he doesn't even have nothing to show him. Like, you pulling up yeah. in a bin with this leather Avarex jacket on, yeah. you got this jewelry on. You you're basically living the lifestyle that he is trying to obtain, trying to tell him that this ain't the route to go, right. and you're not even Why practicing, right? Right. You're not even practicing. So it, the shit that he was saying, although it may be true, is going in one ear and out the other. He's like, yeah. I gotta get this money. Look where I'm at. You don't live here no more because of what reason? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get like you. Damn all this stuff that you're telling me right now, you know? Right. So, yeah. Um, that's that's the hypocrisy about about a lot of shit in the real world you know mm-hmm. I remember I just felt time, like they were trying to I'm sorry go ahead I know I was just gonna say I remember one time in church we was in the dining room during service and a deacon came up to us after fixing himself a cup of coffee trying to tell us uh maybe, maybe we need to go in there and listen to the service but you're out here with me the apo- the hypocrisy of it all you know what I'm saying <laughs> Like, how are you going to tell me? And you literally came out here to get yourself a cup of coffee. You're not taking that back in there. What are we doing? Like, <laughs> drink coffee at the podium. Like, right. come on. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did uh, appreciate the scene where this, that, the, was it Black who broke into Keisha's place? Um, it was some dude who broke into Keisha's place. Um, um, met the man, Shamit. No, was, was it Shamit? Mm-hmm. That I look like it? Um, yeah, the one that she killed. Okay, but. Yeah, she beat him. Yeah, like, because he was, I was like, oh my Keisha, you know, yeah. she's not doing anything to anybody. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, but he pistol whips her and she falls into the glass table and it's like, oh man, it's going to be over for her. And she picks up, I think it was a brick or something. Um, it was something that was on the floor. I couldn't really tell. It wasn't a brick, um, I, it was like a bowl or an ashtray or something because she could grip okay. it. Um, but remember, she um, beats the heck out of him with that. Yeah, yeah. But remember, uh, what's his name? Knowledge has sent Shami yeah. to try to get sincere and Tommy. Because they're literally looking for Tommy, right? right. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I know why he was there, but I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, but she was like, I hate you. Look what you did to me and shot him. I was like, yeah. 
I, love I hate that her life is so full of strife, though. So I hope she's like having a vacation somewhere in Africa. Right. <laughs> go meet up with her parents. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she low key was um, she was beating him, but thinking of Thomas while she was doing it. Oh, that's so good. Yes. Yeah. Like I hate you. Why do you think? Yeah. She should have called him Tommy. Yeah. That would have been dope. Um, yeah. When she was like, so what I'm, hear- what I'm hearing, Lindsay, what I'm hearing yeah. is that you need to you need to recreate. I think you're right. Yeah. I would do it justice. I really would. Yeah. I think you would. Yeah. But let's get to the ratings. Yes. So I had them pulled up and they went away. Hold on. <laughs> so the ratings are um one trash AF, two it exists, three entertaining, four great, five a true classic. What say you? I'm gonna go with a three. It was entertaining. Okay. And honestly, it's only really getting that three because of the first thing. Okay, so if it didn't have the first thing, a two. Okay. Yeah. Um I'm going to give it a four. Um, you know, partly because I did get A's on both projects when I did present (laughs) (laughs) Um Yeah, that first thing was amazing. Um it it is a cult classic. It does have nostalgic um Written all over it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. very heavy on the nostalgic for me, but I I do I do still enjoy it. You know, I do still enjoy it. Um, so yeah, so it, it's a four for me. It's a four for me. So, what are we going to do next week? Have you seen the Princess Bride? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> We're doing the Princess Bride. <laughs> Princess Bride. Is that another Disney film? It is not a Disney film. Okay. And it actually came out in 1997. Um, oh, but it is... Was it a Disney film? Because it, it looks like it might be available there. But it's also available on Amazon Prime for free okay. as well. Okay. Oh, so next week we will be doing The Princess Bride. Hold on. Yes. You talk about a movie, 1987. You talk about a movie that people quote. This is one of those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, wait. Did they redo this? No. Mm-mm. Oh. What? I must be thinking of The Princess Diaries. Okay. That's possible. But no, now, this is, is not the movie done. There's no covers. There's no sequels. Okay. So, it's The Princess Diaries. Is that Disney? Yes. Okay. I'm definitely thinking of the Princess Diaries. Okay. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. So, so yeah. So we will be doing the Princess Diaries mm-hmm. next week. Uh, Maria, where can they reach you? You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Valor More Dollars. If you're watching us on YouTube, it's at the bottom of the screen. See right there. Okay. And if you're listening to us on, in your ears, that's V A L A R M O R Dollars. I'm also on a podcast called Nerdgasm Noir, where we, it's five black women talking about geek stuff. Come join us to hang out. What about you, Ruby? Where can they find you? Um, you can find me on um, the interwebs at L underscore Rennell. That's L underscore R-A-N-E-L-L-E. Um, I'm also on another podcast as well um, with my cousin and my friend called The Ish We Talk. We just talk about various things, various topics. This last topic, we did discuss the slap, and I'm over it. I'm over There's it. been so much discussion. Yes. Oh, my God. We put it to rest, and I was like, I'm never talking about this again unless there's, like, a big development, like them taking his Oscar away, but I'm done. I have a lot to say about that, but yeah. I get it. It's exhausting. It is very – I've been arguing with people all week. And mm-hmm. I'm tired. Oh yeah, I'm not about to argue with anybody. 
Uh, but I will screenshot your thing and talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> You're being really ignorant. Like, oh my god! Like there, like people that you never would have guessed. Mm-hmm. It's like wow. We're just it's been a real Got you. unveiling of people's feelings mm-hmm. uh, about black men, black women, especially rich and famous black men and black women in ways that uh, it's disturbing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just ain't a so. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we we did discuss that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So definitely head over to that podcast and hear that discussion that breakdown because I know it was like. Oh God. Yeah. And I, <laughs> it was it was two men and two women. And oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. And actually, one of the guys on there, he took a left. That nobody's talking about. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So if y'all want to hear that, um, again, it's called the Ish We Talk. We are on YouTube and we're on all streaming platforms. So come check yeah, us out well, there yeah. as well. Yes. And while you're here, if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, leave a comment, leave us some suggestions for some more movies, or let us know how you felt about Belly. And if you're listening on the podcast, give us a review. If you want to suggest a movie for us, you can leave that in a five star review. And just let us know what you think. Absolutely. And on those five star reviews, we will read them on the air or on the show. Oh, 100%. Yes. So until next time, bye. Bye.